0: And it says we are live. Yay.
1: Yeah. Where are you at? I'm right here.
0: You sound like you're in a cup somewhere. I'm drinking. Oh shit. <laughs> Damn right, I'm feeling like I'm in a cup. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my bad. Okay. Sorry. All right, I'm right,
1: cool. All right, ready. Just thinking out loud, back on the air. Just thinking out loud,
0: back on the air. Back on the air Back, back on the air Just thinking out loud Back, back on the air Back, back on the Let's air. go We're back Thank you for listening You can check us out on JTOLmedia.com And on Twitter At JTOLmedia Check us out on Facebook At Just Thinking Out Loud Media And the Nerdy Black TikTok Radio Show Pages You are
1: listening
0: to Just Thinking Out Loud We
1: own the
0: You are listening to Just Think It Out Loud and I am Lavinia at she be showing Enough on Twitter and of course I'm here with my co-host and my fam Abu Rising. Hello, hello, hello everybody and welcome back to the show. Welcome back, welcome back. That felt kind of flowy. I thought I was in my groove there. Yeah, that's that whole uh Professional voice you got going on there. No, I'm I'm trying to keep it together, mm-hmm. and uh, it, we recorded a show. I promise y'all, we recorded a show, but I just had so many technical issues that I finally just gave up. I said, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and upload an old show, and we'll do a new one and hope for the best. I was so disappointed because it was a fun show. Although I think maybe it's probably for the best. We were a little off the hook. <laughs> yeah, that was a little uh, uh, nerdy black chicks unplugged. So, I guess.
1: Yeah. It, was
0: it was our it was our toddies and bullshit show, and I think we had a little bit more toddies Yeah, so there was a whole lot more bullshit. <laughs> a whole lot of bullshit. <laughs> a whole bunch of shit talking. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll just call it a wash, and be just maybe we'll just be grateful that it didn't happen, mm-hmm. so that we can continue on with dignity. There you go. (laughs) Everything happens for a reason. Got to find the bright side. Now, if you follow us on Twitter, you can do so at JTOLmedia. And check out our Facebook pages. We have two of them, Just Thinking Out Loud Media and the Nerdy Black Chicks Talk radio show page where we post all kinds of whatever. So if you want to get in the conversation of the things that we find interesting that, uh, you know, is going on, then go ahead and follow us and check us out, whatever, and jump in. Like, comment on some of these posts we're putting out there because some of this shit is just straight crazy yeah <laughs> yeah. a lot of the stuff we're posting lately is off the hook and we would love your feedback so definitely hit us up on our Facebook page and again you can follow me on Twitter at shebeshownuff and where can you be found Miss Bougetta Rising um, you can always find me on Facebook like literally which is kind of sad um, at Boujeto Rising at Facebook and you can follow me on Instagram at Boujeto Rising if you follow me I'll follow that She will follow back she will follow back and you know i think i'm gonna play around with tumblr i think i'm gonna set up a tumblr page for us Mm. ooh la la tumblr okay you have to um (laughs) tell me how that goes because i have no idea how tumblr works i have absolutely no idea either (laughs) but it sounds fun I mean, yeah, a lot of people seem to be into it, and I loved on. it. I looked at it, and I'm like, I'm already just visually overwhelmed by the entire experience. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just need to sit down and just figure it out. It, it's not rocket science, but right. there's just so much social media tools out there that it's just one more thing to add to the bunch. Yeah. Well, that would be nice. So, of course, this is Just Thinking Out Loud, where we talk about news, politics, entertainment, current events, pop culture, and, of course, general wretchedness. And we've got a few stories to talk about here. So I want to start off with um, video that came out about a June event that happened in Dallas. Police killed a mentally ill man. Now, this story is coming from, well, this particular uh, story is coming from Newser. Among those killed by police in the last year was Jason Harrison, a 38-year-old Dallas man with a history of schizophrenia and bipolar disease. An attorney for Harrison's family, Jeff Henley, this week released video from a body camera worn by one of the officers to bring attention to the June shooting. While he said the shooting was unjustified, he acknowledged that the officers and others responding to mental health calls are thrown into difficult circumstances. Is it fair for the cops to be stuck with this? And the answer is probably not, he said. This clinical problem becomes a use of force problem and we should not be in this situation. The video shows Harrison appearing at the doorway while holding a screwdriver. Nine seconds later, at least three shots are fired as Harrison falls to the ground, blood seeping through his white t-shirt. The attorney for the two officers, Chris Livingston, said Harrison made a downward stabbing motion as he came toward them And that their use of deadly force was unavoidable They feel horrible. And they had to do this on, uh, that they had to do this on this day, Livingston said. But at the same time, they know that they owe it to their families to go home at night. Henley said Harrison at no point held the screwdriver threatening, threateningly, and that the officers escalated the episode. As opposed to barking at him, they should have stepped back and started to defuse the situation. Now, I saw, well, actually, I heard the audio. Before I actually saw the video, because um, when I see these videos on my Facebook feed, I I really don't like to click on them because it's just watching the last few seconds of a person's life is too much. Uh, Yeah. You know, it's reality, I understand, but like, I just, it's too much for me to watch. But um, so I heard it. And it was, it sounded terrible. And when I saw it, when I did see it, when I went to do the research so I could see the article, it was even worse. And that the mother came to the door. She called 911, and she explained in the call that she needed help, that her son is off his meds, he's bipolar and schizophrenic, and that she wanted to get him to a hospital. And she requested that officers who are trained to deal with... Um, People with mental health issues, she wanted them to respond to the call. Mm -hmm. And these are the two officers that came, and it's like, what happened? Where was the breakdown? Because really, she came to the door calmly. It wasn't like she was freaking out. He was behind her, her son was behind her at the doorway, and um, he's holding this screwdriver in his hands. And he was just basically holding it between his fingers and just kind of twirling it around. It wasn't like he was in a stance or that he was uh, belligerent or loud. or you You couldn't even see that he was irritated or anything. I mean, if anything, he was probably in his own world somewhere and wasn't really fully aware what was going on around him. And next thing you know, you've got cops who are aiming at him with weapons, and they're yelling at him to down the screwdriver, and within seconds they're shooting him. And what the article didn't mention is that he uh, ended up getting shot
1: in the back twice.
0: Because yeah. it you know it all happened so fast, you know. And just for the record, police are not taught to shoot at arms, legs, and things like in the movies. Movies. They are taught to shoot center mass. So you know when I guess if they perceive a life-threatening threat, they shot the way they were trained. Uh, they are trained with an edge weapon, you know, you have to you know, you when you bring a knife, we have to pull a gun. That's just the way it is. However, this situation went so bad so fast and for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Uh, like you said earlier, it wasn't like he was coming towards them or anything like that. True, you get a call for a man who's schizophrenic and violent or whatever his parents said, he's out of control, he's off the hook. This is a dangerous situation the cops are coming to the situation and they're afraid too they're scared too they want to go home to their families however you are trained you're the professional you could have taken a step back two steps back ordered issued order command um, I'm sorry oral commands verbal commands for so this guy to drop whatever he had this all happened within nine seconds from the first time they said drop the screwdriver nine seconds later he, he's dead and I didn't see in the video him lunge towards them make any movement really he just didn't drop it fast enough for them and they reacted and this is just really really scary and sad and i mean i feel so heartbroken for the mom because she just wanted help for her child and this is what happened yeah um when i if, if in my opinion had he been lunging towards them like there would the officer is wearing a body cam now. From what I understand, one officer said he lunged towards the other officer. They're both saying that, so they're they're both agreeing that he lunged um, with the weapon. But what the the discrepancy is who he lunged at first, right? Well, I mean, there's always a there's already a problem with that. And then you don't even see that in the body camera. If anything, I saw him going in a direction. It seems more towards where his mother was, not towards the officers. Well, you know, perception is everything. And their attorney, I was watching him on TV, which is funny because it seems like all um, FOP lawyer representatives or whatever all look the same, which is weird and he's like, well, they did the right thing and this is, the, you know, the way they were supposed to do. According to them, they're both going to say they were afraid for their partner's life. The guy is... The call came out to this crazy guy who's out of control. He has a screwdriver. They both perceive a threat. and He's lunging and they shoot. I mean, they can verbally articulate that the problem is it doesn't look that way on their own body cameras it doesn't look like that it just looks like they issued him some command and nine seconds later they shot and there has to be i mean i would not say that this is like some you know like a lot of people say a lot of racism has anything to do with it i don't think this is necessarily that as much as it is poor training you know what I mean? Officers responding to these uh, mentally unstable people calls, a lot of them were trained in general police planners but this is a, a, a medical issue. And there's certain officers who are trained to um, deal with people with mental issues, but that may be one officer per shift who may be busy doing something else right now. So you have to make a call on something that is tricky at best. But... In that situation, um, when I watched the tape, my initial reaction with any, with all the stuff that's been going on lately with cops shooting unarmed men and all this stuff is a lot of the times these officers that are policing our neighborhoods do not feel a connection to the people they're policing. Period. This guy opens the door and where I may see, you know, somebody who's like a brother or uncle or cousin, they're just seeing a dangerous threat. Then that's it. So this is not a not to say that they're less human, but there's no connection there. So it's easier to shoot somebody you have no absolutely no connection to and you just think he's crazy. As, as opposed to giving him a second to back up, talk to him. You know he's crazy. Let me just back up a little bit and try to talk for a second. Because honestly, if they had just took themselves back from him a little bit, I'm sure it would have went differently. They could have probably talked to him a little bit. He might have dropped it. Even if he didn't, they could have used less lethal because the um, one officer did have a taser on his hip. So if you got further enough back, you could have talked to him, seen if he was going to react a different way and then tase him. That's what I would have done. Well, it's really um, disturbing on top of it all is after they shot the man five times and he's laying in a pool of his own blood, they're still yelling at him to drop the weapon and proceed to put him in cuffs. Well, that's training. I mean, that, that, that's absolutely training. You you continue to see someone as a threat until you have him in cuffs. And that's just I mean, everything they say is going to be backed up by the fact that that's training, because just because he shot doesn't mean he's completely incapacitated. He can't hurt. you. Now, technically, that's what they're going to say. Is it does it look right? You know, I I don't think it looks horrible. (laughs) It looks horrible. But they're going to say that they did the right thing based on their training. My whole question is. The moment before they shot him, could they have done other things? And I think so. And I think that the video doesn't show him attacking, advancing, or anything. So I think that that's what's going to catch them up, hopefully. And I'm not sure if I by catch them up, w- what happens to them. You know what I mean? Because if they made a split-second decision that was wrong, that wasn't... Um, I don't know. I mean, you, you know, I mean, I guess you can't say intentional. It's not intentional when you pull a gun on someone, you know, you're going to use it. That's intense. But in their capacity as law enforcement, they're looking at it as this is this dangerous guy and trying to stop him from being dangerous. So uh, I'm really curious to how it works out. You know, um, hopefully people lose it. They, both of them lose their dro- jobs. They're not qualified or trained properly enough to be law enforcement because this was really horrible this mistake or i mean i guess they want to look at a mistake but this situation cost somebody their life it could have been helped which is really tragic Mm -hmm. now tell me something now in your experience have you ever had to deal with someone that was um uh having some sort of mental episode all the time and that's why i said like this stuff I mean, I don't know that to say it doesn't happen in Baltimore City because you saw the cop beating the guy up in Baltimore City, but I think Baltimore City police officers deal with so much more on a regular basis that we're a lot more hands-on, you know what I mean? And I've had situations where people pulled knives, not necessarily on me, but had knives out, walking around, flailing knives in the air. I had my guns drawn on them. I had backup. We walked the guy down the street begging him to drop the knife for about a block. So, and he actually had a butcher knife. Like It wasn't like he had a something you could mistake for something else. He was crazy, walking down the street, swaying his knife around, threatening people. We could have easily pulled up and did just like they did, you know, say, um, Tamar Rice or anybody else. He's standing there with a gun, I mean a knife. He's obviously standing there with a knife. He's been threatening people. We got to call. But we all got there, calmed down, got enough distance from the guy, and walked and walked and talked. He dropped the knife. We put him in cuffs. He went to the hospital. Nobody died. And I mean, I say that because a lot of us in Baltimore City, you know, I I just think it's a different atmosphere. Like I said, I'm from Baltimore, so it's not like I feel estranged to the neighborhood. Like, this is my community I'm policing in. So my first thought isn't oh, I'm in this dangerous area, I need to kill everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I'm dealing with people I'm familiar with. And that's why I think more black people need to police in their own neighborhoods. Not to say that white people can't do it, but it's like there's no connection to the people you see. So of course you see a dangerous threat with a knife and you have no connection to this person. It's easier to shoot. Because you're thinking of yourself first. Whereas, we pull up similar situation probably worse because he's walking around with an actual butcher knife swinging around and we all decide to back up and talk to the guy it turns out he's just a disturbed person that needed help and so many times we've seen videos where you have people who are clearly disturbed who seem to make it into cuffs and into wherever whatever hospital they need to go to it doesn't have like you said it doesn't have to end in somebody getting killed if they were to stepped back from moment and and, and and created some sort of space between themselves yeah. and Mr. Harrison, then so much could have, there would have been a huge difference made. So definitely there's something about the training and like you said, not have, having the connection with the community they're policing in. It's a damn shame that once again we have another name on a long roster of names of uh, just unnecessary deaths at the hand of law enforcement, people who have been called on for help. When you add when you add mental illness, and this is the last thing I'll say on this, when you add mental illness to this whole scenario, you up the ante, you change it a little bit, it is more volatile. Nobody knows what anyone's gonna do in that situation and You know, like I said, I hope better training comes out of this situation. But also that video has to be taught as police training from now on as what not to do. (laughs) You don't put yourself in the mix. Like you see how close they're standing to them. There's like a car between them. Like if someone's standing there with an edge weapon, you back up. Bottom line, because even if they're going to be crazy and come at you, at least you've taken the two feet back to protect yourself. That's safety. And I I feel like some officers are just so quick to react and not think of anything else. They just want to react. And we got to do better. Our law enforcement has to do better. Alright, so the next um, Next story that We posted on our wall Is about um, Matisse Johnson, a University Of Virginia student And uh the story that we got from Newser here is that an arrest that left a University of Virginia student bloodied and shouting allegations of racism has prompted some lawmakers to question whether state liquor control agents should have the power to arrest people. Governor Terry McAuliffe ordered the Virginia State Police to investigate their early Wednesday arrest of Matisse Johnson who needed 10 stitches to close the gash on his head after his encounter with alcoholic beverage control agents outside of Charlottesville bar. State police said that an administrative review will be conducted along with criminal investigation requested by the Charlottesville prosecutor. We owe it to both Mr. Johnson and the Virginia ABC to be painstakingly thorough in determining the facts of the situation through interviews, evidence, collection, analysis, and investigative procedure. Virginia State Police Superintendent Colonel W. Stephen Flaherty said in a written statement however, some legislators have legislators have already seen enough from alcohol boards law enforcement um, to suggest it cannot handle having the same arrest powers as police. The 20-year-old Johnson's arrest, captured in photos and videos and widely spread on social media, came nearly two years after ABC agents traumatized another University of Virginia student by swarming her car after mistaking a carton of sparkling water for beer. The student, Elizabeth Daly, was 20 at the time. So here we have people who are not law enforcement um they're not police officers they're not trained as police officers who are given the authority to arrest as police officers as we see uh your police in many cases now are not capable of handling that job so now we have other people with authority who's hemming up people over expired licenses what they think might be a bottle of beer, a case of beer which is actually a case of water Like, how are people supposed to trust when this is what they have to face, they don't even know who is on the other end of the law right now offensive lesson for uh, that university in that, what are they called, the alcohol unit <laughs> a, or, yeah, or alcohol whatever unit and beverage are. control alcohol something, yeah yeah, whoever the hell they are in that cop, that university, they're going to have to end up paying this kid a lot of money, and it's going to be too expensive to keep having these mistakes, air quotes, mistakes. You have people who are basically glorified George Zimmerman types, running around with a little bit of power, and goes to their heads, and this type of stuff happens and then the day of social media which is good and bad and everyone's got a camera and everyone's recording thank god for that camera that night now the whole world's seeing this and something has got to be done something's going to change a few people going to lose their jobs um and that's what should happen because now they're questioning if they should even have this unit period like they're not police they're not properly trained so you know um yeah, I mean, it's a shame, because now this kid's got this to deal with. And um, reports are coming from, I think, the bar owner or manager that um, the young man wasn't even belligerent as agents are claiming that he was. They, they said that, I guess, when they went to serve him, when they said that his license was, you know, his ID was expired or whatever, he said that he was disappointed, but, you know, he wasn't, angry and, and and fighting and, and causing a, a lot of ruckus so yeah. and, and, you know what this is the thing about college campuses this is fun it's not funny but this reminded me of college park a lot and you know i don't know what exactly is behind the whole situation obviously the kids id was not like they said, they tried to initially say it was a fake idea. It was a real idea. she just didn't know the zip code on an old address. So these guys overreacted, threw him to the ground. And had it not been for people standing out there at campus, they probably would have gotten away with it because they probably do stuff like this to kids all the time. It just so happened he slipped and hit his head or they pushed him and he hit his head, gashed his head open and people were standing there and reporting it. But they probably bully and rough up people and that kids on that campus all the time. Because um, back in my day, back in my college days, I went to college park great university, I had a great time there but the police out there, this is when I learned that police brutality can affect different types of people, they were whipping them kids ass after the bar I mean really and you would see people bloody, beaten, thrown, kicked and they would just walk home And, you know, I guess that was the day really before because this was 2001, 2. So this was before cell phone cameras and all that stuff was really popping off. But they I mean, they were getting away with doing that stuff on my campus. Now, they weren't, you know, alcohol authority. They were actually police officers. But still, like this day and age, you can't do that. There's too many cameras out there. And this is going to be end up costing the university and that unit a lot of freaking money because you just, you can't do that to people especially people's kids they're spending good money to send them to school and you're out there abusing them like that that's crazy because i know we had we had police on campus yeah we had we had police on campus at umbc but i don't ever remember seeing i saw an officer once when they arrested some kid that was trying to uh some kid that had no business being in the dorm Mm -hmm. but that's the only time I actually ever seen one but they were right next to the apartments and there were parties and underage drinking all this shit going on all the time I remember we were straight loud and drunk walking right past them and never saw anybody girl not a college park it was like that practice out that joint i mean i real talk like we would because because this is i don't i guess because my campus was like really weird um the boys would come out and this is white people would come out of the bar and we would just sit there me and my girlfriends we all sit there because we weren't drinking and stuff like that back then so we would be watching the kids come out of little bars Santa Fe and Bentley's if anybody's from this area and knows Kyle's Park so they come out of Santa Fe and Bentley's and they get to fighting with each other I was like damn why people get down like this they would be getting to fight with each other like really like brawling and I'm like wow they're really drunk cops pull up jump out whip ass I I don't think anybody went to jail but everybody was getting hit with batons like stomped out I was like whoa so we would just be sitting there like damn and then they clear everybody out and I'm like wow this is how it happens, <laughs> so <laughs> you know people. As, were, as usual, yeah, just, people just getting their ass beat, and I mean bloody everything. I'm talking about white kids, black kids sometimes, but we did have an incident where it was like a racial thing one time where a black kid got arrested, and I think the cops beat him up, and we had like a march against that on campus. So I had one of those. I'm glad I went there because I had the whole experience, like the college experience, that march against racism, all that kind of dumb. I mean, not dumb stuff, but stuff that you want to experience as a kid but i got to see the dumb stuff like the fighting and all that and i just thought it was kind of normal for kids to get their ass kicked like that Huh? apparently not because i guess we had cameras back then and people caught wind of what was going on a lot of people would be suing you know because at the end of the day this little boy how old is he 19 or something yeah these are kids. Like we're, you know, people. You're, you're sending your kids away to school to learn. You're not expecting this kind of stuff to go on, especially out of professionals. You know what I mean? You have this board of alcohol people, and you're expecting better from them dealing with kids. Nope. You got to be held responsible. Okay. Well, it looks like they're just gonna have to, um, they're gonna reevaluate the need for this program, or at least the authority that they give to these agents. Like if they see something going on, then they just need to turn it over to the real police, who apparently. Yeah might might possibly be better trained i don't know it's not looking too good for some of these departments <laughs> i know Police are looking really bad Damn it. like at this point <laughs> almost have to go back to the citizen arrest days yeah <laughs> sad i'm just kind of going through this Ooh, a little bit of politics loretta lynch we still waiting for her to get approved and confirmed, or whatever it is that she needs, so she can go ahead and become the new attorney general. Yeah, but GOPs holding shit up again as usual. Mm. They're showing their ass Mm-mm-mm. always. Now, Loretta <sighs> Lynch is on the Senate back burner, waiting for confirmation as the new attorney general since her November November nomination. What month are we in now? March. March. Really. Yeah. First, due to stalling over the president's immigration order, now over a human trafficking bill, notes the Washington Post. And Senator Dick Durbin isn't happy with Loretta Lynch, the first African American woman nominated to be Attorney General, is asked to sit in the back of the bus when it comes to the Senate calendar. Well, mm
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's <laughs>
0: damn. so the Senate yesterday per political. That that is unfair. It's unjust. It is beneath the decorum and dignity of the United States Senate. The comparison to Rosa Parks didn't go over very well with Joe Pierce and uh, Tim Scott, the Senate's only black Republican, responded afterwards. It's just offensive that we have folks who are willing to race bait on such an important oh issue as, a human tra- as human trafficking, he tells Politico. What it does, it infuriates people. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So here's the thing. She has had to wait longer than any nominee or for the uh, attorney general. Even Eric Holder.
1: Who wow. they, they <laughs> hey, hey, like,
0: Apparently this there must be something about this chick because they you would think they couldn't wait to get Eric Holder out. Right. He can't go nowhere until he's replaced. Well, they said, uh uh-uh, uh, no, you didn't, Obama. You went from the black man to a black woman. Oh, hell no. <laughs> We're not letting that happen. So they get, so yo, without the whole Rosa Parks, she going back to the back of the bus comparison. And, mm. and it just trips me out that they can always somehow find the injustice. And how unfair it is to call out their behavior, but can never find the injustice and the unfairness in their own behavior. Oh, of course not. (laughs) Of course not. I mean, they were straight indignant today. John McCain was on CNN earlier and he was just like, I can't believe you would bring up Rosa Parks. How dare you waste and incite racism and this and that and how dare you and the lady was like well why don't y'all just at least go to a vote and he's like well <laughs> <laughs> we don't want
1: to <laughs>
0: exactly I mean talk about temper tantrums this GOP has been completely useless gridlocked falling on the floor not doing nothing I mean everything they can do to obstruct the president they're they're trying it and it's getting ridiculous So, it's like, just go ahead and there's no reason why you shouldn't. they, They just don't want to do anything that's basically what it comes down to the GOP does not want to do anything so anytime they are asked to do anything they always want to try to slip something else in there that they know it's not going to go through so then they can say well we try to do this but you wouldn't give a little bit on this on this end and so now you know it's really the balls back in your court no it's in yours go ahead let her in What you got to do for once in your miserable term? (laughs) You know, at the end of the day, I think they're going to end up having to do it no matter how much of a temper tantrum they're throwing. I think they're going to eventually end up having to do it because they really can't. It's not like she's being really opposed like that. It's just that they're trying to stall with these dumbass tactics. I think they're like adding all kinds of stuff onto the bill and sneaking stuff in here and there. So I think at the end of the day, they're going to have to kind of just go ahead and do it. They're just dragging it out. And you know what? Go ahead and drag your feet. The inevitable is going to happen. We're going to have Loretta Lynch, and she's going to be the first black female in the office. And they're going to be just mad. And what are they going to do? What they've been doing. Nothing crying and complaining exactly so i'm all for this whole comparison to the whole back of the bus thing matter of fact i probably would have said that shit myself that sounds exactly like something (laughs) i would have (laughs) said you went there go there just go straight there (laughs) i can't believe it and for them to race bait like y'all dumb mother y'all always the ones talking about race baiting but y'all doing the racist shit but that's Uh okay (laughs) you're only racist if you call out racism you know what the hell this
1: shit is Oh
0: god Y'all ain't playing with nobody Like we already know what's going on We've been on what's going on Just come out and say it Just let it out Just just get it off your chest mm, Well Go ahead and get it out there Be like damn it You know what Damn it I'm a bigot And I don't want her black ass in there Just say <laughs> it Just say it You'll feel better Mhm. Let it out Just let it out <laughs> Oh god so while we are on um, the whole racial foolishness Mm -hmm. uh, if you go to com, (laughs) he wrote something on his blog calling some people out we're going to just run over a couple of these things right now because I think that we got to address some things and try to figure out what the hell is wrong with people and what's wrong with this country. And, and furthermore, what's wrong with some of our black people? Mm. blackish people, new black people, colorless new, black they people. They call them new black people. They new call them new black. <laughs> new black. Is that new N-E-W or new N-U? I don't know. <laughs> or are they neo-black, like neo-soul? I think neo-black would be... I don't know, no, no. Neil's too good. I don't know. These are nouveau black. Let's do nouveau. Make them French. Yeah, black we, we, black nouveau. We're not going to claim them in, in regular black. We're going to call them French black. So, <sighs> so from Mr. Shane Paul Neal's blog, he says it's only Wednesday. Now, this came out a few days ago. But the nominees for the Go Sit Show Go Sit Down Award for Worst Racial Stance—an award and category I created just this moment—have uh-huh. set themselves head and shoulders above the competition. All our nominees have managed to either oversimplify or completely, <clears throat> excuse me, ignore America's history when it comes to race, while allowing their place of privilege to completely distort the realities we all know to be true. So we start off with his first nominee, Starbucks. Oh jeez! <laughs> the mega coffee chain, known for taking a number of progressive stances, committed what can only be considered a, a severe misstep when they announced their hashtag Race together campaign. So basically, and I'm not going to read the entire thing because I I want people to go to his blog and check it out and read the thing, read it in its entirety because he's on point. But basically, Starbucks said, you know what? We're going to have our baristas write race together or put these stickers that say race together on a cup and and we want to encourage dialogue between our baristas and our customers about race. We should feel okay to have an open conversation and my question is what the hell were you thinking and why? (laughs) (laughs) What makes you think that people first of all are coming to get uh, conversation about race when it came to get some damn five hundred dollar coffee. Oh my get god some damn coffee so I can sit down and leave. The last thing I want to do is have a conversation with twenty one year old Becky. Oh. <laughs> Or whoever's working there about race relations. We can't even have regular com. You can't even have a decent conversation between scholars, supposed scholars, about this stuff. And so we're just going to come and have a barista. It, are they going to teach me? Are they going to ask questions? Or do I just get to ask questions? Like, I know, how is this conversation supposed to start? So, you like black people? <laughs> I like my coffee black. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know what? <laughs> um, I don't drink Starbucks because it's so expensive. But I can't imagine how awkward that would be. Just awkward. Like, it's just really an awkward thing. Because, honestly, I can see that this was coming from a good place. And Patty okay. just put race together on some of his cups like whatever maybe just put it on the cups but don't ask anybody to have any type of discussion do something outside of that put it on your cups i get it because you want people to think about race okay you're a coffee shop what can you do if you're trying to help with racism maybe that's your thing but do something else like go somewhere else go to I don't know outreach program or something help fucking I don't know cops relate to people better pay for that type of training do something else like please don't have the kid in the coffee shop try to talk about race with me because that's just really awkward and embarrassing like who that who starts the conversation are you supposed to start the conversation and why and then what are the people behind you doing like if, if I'm we'll, waiting online and you're up there talking about race and I want I guess 10 million dollar coffee I'd be real pissed I'd be like seriously can y'all have this conversation later like I just want my coffee please
1: if, if, what if it goes left
0: and Ooh. people start getting very angry and it gets heated and somebody gets smacked <laughs> somebody gets smacked <laughs> people that buy Starbucks get off the hook like that I mean, is this before or after they have their coffee? Like, if I'm going to have a heated racial discussion before I have been properly caffeinated and I'm already pissed off. Oh my God, that's going to get ugly. And now you've got angry people with hot cups of coffee ready to be thrown on each other. Absolutely not. Yeah, this goes down as a bad idea. I I don't think this is the worst offense on the racialist, but I think this is a really bad idea. It it just seems like a kind of... I don't know, like a half ass attempt to do the right thing just to say that you did it. I mean, I just think it was really, 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 really misguided. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Starbucks is a huge company, makes tons of money. They don't have to do anything. And they're like one of the last piece places I would expect to even try to do anything. But... You know, this is what you make all this money for. Get a team together, sit down, think this out, what's the next step, what's the best way to do it? Having your poor coffee servers, or are they the baristas coffee servers. We'll try to make it fancy. People who are making the orders. Don't don't make them have to do this. If you want to come into the shop and you're the owner of Starbucks and you wanna have a special you know, people like coffee and teas and stuff, have a, a freaking poetry slam somewhere and yeah. talk about race issues. Do that. But exactly. Don't make, don't don't make people on their way to work have to try to be engaged in a conversation they don't want to have. I applaud the effort. I don't think it came from a negative place. I think it was just really, really misguided. Well, now I want to Google to see if anybody actually tried it. <laughs> so, like, just walk up there and be like, "Yeah, uh, I'll take the mocha latte." And so, what do you think about slavery? You know what? Like, can we do that? Can we do like a hidden camera thing where they stopped? Can we you nerdy black chicks undercover go into Starbucks? So how many black friends do you have, huh? What do you think about Malcolm X? And do you watch Empire? If so So tell me something. Do you think O J did it? Oh God. You better get the right answer. (laughs) Okay, okay. All right. See, I think it was this This is is why it would never work. Now apparently they have pulled the part of the campaign where they actually put anything on the cup now. So and and Starbucks claims that they were going to phase that part of it about this time anyway. I mean they still encourage open dialogue about race, but they're just not gonna have you slap on a cup uh, race together. All right, Starbucks. Well, I I have E for effort, and and that's all I can give you. An E and two F's. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so next on the list is Raven Simone. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Have mercy. Oh, Lord. Mm -hmm. Basically, I want to just say that I think she's, for right now, she's just lost. uh, yeah. we've lost her and, and it's so sad because I've always looked at her as one of those true role models mm. but not just young black girls but you know black young black men and women to see that you can be successful and young and be exposed to like all the evils of Hollywood and not give into it and still be like somebody that got your shit together and something happened I don't know if it happened somewhere about the time she started dying her hair green and purple, mm-hmm. but she lost her mind mm-hmm. and lost her way. Now, yeah. she's been on The View, which I really did not know that she was on there more than once. But <laughs> I, I don't know if she's there temporarily, if it was for the week, but anyway. um, Rodner Figueroa, or whatever his name is, anyway, he's some guy that was from Univision, and he said that Michelle Obama looked like a cast member of Planet of the Apes. Okay. Okay. And so he was fired. Thank God. Well, he should be. Well, when they talked about it on The View, she wanted to know if he said it racist-like. Because, you know, she doesn't think that maybe he was trying to be racist because he said that he voted for Obama so he can't be racist since he voted for Obama and besides some people just look like monkeys or look like animals as she said yeah she said she, and she said and this is my Raven Simone impersonation yeah yeah you know, some people just look like animals I mean I look like a parrot <laughs> said, I do you look like a parrot <laughs> so everybody gave her the girl, girl. No. <laughs> you don't sit your ass down. Look, and you know what? My favorite part of that whole thing was uh, what's her name? Uh, Rosie Perez. My Rosie girl.
1: Perez,
0: yes. Spoke up and. In that whole exchange, she brought up something that's really, really important that we kind of don't really talk about. And I know the racism stuff has really got me down, and we talk about it a lot, but there's a lot of stuff we don't talk about. And as far as Hispanic or Latino, their racism towards black people not owning up to having African ancestry, and they can be very racist too. And Rosie Perez really put it down. She explained. She said, no, I'm the Hispanic person on this um this this whole um, platform. And I will tell you it was racist, and here is why. And I applaud her for speaking up about that because people don't really talk about that it's not talked about as much i mean god i mean we have so much racist stuff going on but a lot of hispanic people don't see themselves as black even though they um africans were brought there and they have african ancestry we all come from black but they don't want to be you know linked to black people and they have their little stereotypes too and want to distance themselves and so rosie perez shined a light on that and i thought that was really really brave of her Mm -hmm. Mhm. it is true and she was not having it even though they were trying to say well no maybe no she's like no 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 I am the Latina at this table (laughs) and I'm telling you it was racist I'm like okay well if she's saying right representative Mm -hmm. it it came from a place of hatred and racism then perhaps she should listen shut up right and listen and since Mm -hmm. Raven Simone has pretty much checked out of anything (laughs) this black Mm -hmm. racial color oriented anything since she did say that she's colorless Mm -hmm. ma'am since she's checked out she just really doesn't need to say anything she just needs to sit back and just ride it out until the next topic. Cause hey, my thing is how I was, you know, the first time she said the whole color colorless stupid ass comment. You know, I was mad then. This is even worse because this is like you, blat- you want to blatantly be ignorant and act like you don't know what the hell is going on. You are not that stupid. You really aren't, and you know she can have civilized and intelligent conversations about other stuff. Why are you so ignorant on race? Like, why do you want to belong to something so bad that you're willing to say I don't even know racism is going on? Heifer, come on, you black. You may think you're not, but you really are black, and the stuff you're doing is just making you look worse and worse. by the moment, they have her on there because she's being the train wreck. They, you know what I mean? Like she's the person who's gonna say something stupid so that we can, you know, that gives the view more attention because they're losing, they lost a lot of viewers and they need to get their ratings up put the idiot on and she is showing to be who she is and she said oh I would you know I I wouldn't be mad if somebody called me Toucan Sam I was like okay fine but there's certain racial undertones and there's a historical reference behind the whole comparison to a monkey right and that's the thing that was that she failed to acknowledge it's like of all the things that he could have said mm-hmm he made sure that he compared the first lady of the United States to a monkey. Then when to backtrack and said, well, no, I was talking about her stylist or whoever did her makeup. Like, man, no. you said what you said. Right. It, was on, it was recorded. You have been fired. So apologize and move on and, and, and just fall off the planet.
1: Take Raven
0: <laughs> with you. Y'all yeah, go please. on. <laughs> <laughs> you can sit there and tell her to her face what kind of birds and animals and bees oh. and and the bees she looks like, and she will be completely happy. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, she was black when it was time to sign that, <laughs> endorse that check from Empire. Oh, yeah, she was black again then. <laughs> mm, yeah, we black now. And, and you know what? One day, she, because she's a young girl, she's going to grow up, and she's going to look back on this time and be like, damn, I was a complete idiot like for no reason and it's going to be really embarrassing for her i guarantee a couple years i don't know maybe i mean how long does this new black last i don't know so like the is black, it, <laughs> it's like once black. you once you catch it like is it terminal or is it a phase <laughs> the new black can you go back to old black after you've had a touch of new black Oh man, is there a certain level you a line you cross where you're no longer permitted to come back to regular black? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, Mm-mm, quarantine girl, you got that new black. I can't, <laughs> I can't <laughs> fool with you right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the
0: third nominee, and there's four of them. <laughs> mm mm-hmm, Common. Oh God. So he was on the Daily Show. And uh, let me see if I can get this quote. It says something about if we've been bullied, we've been beat down, we don't want it anymore, we're not extending a fist. We are not saying, you did us wrong. It's more like, hey, I'm extending my hand in love. <laughs> Let's forget about the past As much as we can And let's move from where we are now How can we help each other Can you try to help us Because we are going to try to help Ourselves too Um So once again The new black Has laid the responsibility On the oppressed Of changing the hearts Of the oppressor I don't understand how does this happen how do, how do we keep finding our own doing this and saying these things it's like telling a hamburger like hamburgers would if y'all would just stop being so delicious <laughs> you wouldn't eat it you wouldn't get eaten so just reach out and love hamburger you know what with this whole thing with uh, Common and him just getting his uh, what is it, his Oscar Girls, it reminds, the curse of the Oscars. Right. It just did remind me of this whole Monique drama that's going on. It's like fools on either side lose their mind one way or the other. And in my the back of my head, I can hear Lee Daniels' voice going, you better play the game, boy. You better play the game. And Common just said, you know what? Joppy. <laughs> Baby, I should play this damn game. Because, come on, Common. After all the Common we know has never been on that you know what I mean he's been you know the most con one of the most conscious rappers out there and now all of a sudden it's we need to tell him we love them maybe that'll stop him from beating us and killing our kids and denying us equal opportunity <laughs> Well, you know what? Because I bet you white people are calling common now. White people didn't call in common before no. Oscars and before Selma and before the the performance that made brought everyone to tears. Like, they mm-hmm. they weren't looking for him, but now they are. And and some white money, I think, is probably That's going what it in is. that direction. Yep. <laughs> mm, why should I alienate everyone? <laughs> He said, look, I ain't going to be no fool. I ain't going to play the money card. (laughs) What you want me to do? What you want me to say? Okay, so so what I need to do is I need to make sure they feel comfortable about this racism thing. (laughs) Make sure they feel comfortable in Mm -hmm. their place of privilege. Because I don't want them to be uncomfortable and privileged. I want them to be comfortable and privileged and say, here, uh, we're going to not be angry when you kill us right and, and you know what this has <laughs> made me mad like to the point of exhaustion i'm so done i, I used to love common i'm done with comment right now like i don't even want to hear his name anymore i'm sorry i'm not even gonna say it no more damn you common okay i just said it but he has really <laughs> like come on common we believe in you you're one of the ones that was with the struggle from the beginning you know the deep lyrics and all this and all that and now you talking this this nouveau black, you know, it's, it's it's not the white man fault stuff. I mean, is this what Oscar does to you? Then I guess Monique is right. She <laughs> you know, the Oscar ain't the important thing then because this is some bizarre shit and I really, really, really am like through with comic for the moment. And one of the big problems that we have with discussions when it comes to race and, and racial issues is when people when when you have white people that say, Hey, slavery was is over, uh Jim Crow was over, that was in the past and so we're fighting with people about this discussion because we can't you can't say forget about it and move on because we're still dealing with the consequences of it and if we can't talk about what happened in the past and how it's affecting us now it's just going to continue to go on into the future and now we have this black man within Selma who got an, an Oscar and and is, is supposed to be in touch with the black community, and now uh-huh. he is telling them, "You know what, y'all? You're right. You shouldn't be angry." Yeah, don't. So walk now it's like, no, no, he's going to use, he's going, they're going to use you against us. Mm-hmm. Don't be that too common. Don't do it. Yeah, they already yeah. got Ben Carson. Mm-hmm. They already got Stacy Dash. Don't you mm-hmm. be the next one? <laughs> the next oh one. Lord, Kama's gonna be on fire. <laughs> Did you get that upset as you knocked the mic? Damn.
1: Oh boy.
0: <laughs> this is what happens when you get attacked by the new black <laughs> oh, oh shit. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can okay. hear you. What the hell happened? I don't know. Everything got muted. I guess you just. It's like you have a huge crash. Like,
1: smash. Mm-hmm. I hate
0: comments. Smash. <laughs> 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 I was saying, oh, God. Comment's going to go to Fox.
1: <sighs> don't do it, com.
0: we going to see him on Fox now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so finally, on this list of. Yeah. What the hell's yeah. wrong with y'all? Yeah, moving on. Mr. Terrence Howard. <laughs> Terrence what y'all saying nigga on Fox <laughs> Oh God why, why we gotta go too far I I can't do this no more I'm about to just drop my mic too like why we gotta go too far it's not good enough that you have a great show you're doing a great job now you saying well look we might just go all the way in no 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 <laughs> this is television calm down Terrence calm down Exactly. Now, Empire was supposed to be a movie, and I'm so glad they changed it to a TV series, because how would you have crammed all of that into two hours and it's still been good? Right. There's no way. I'm so... Okay. Had, it been, had it been, you know, a movie or if it was on one of the premium cable channels like HBO, Cinemax, Black Stars, whatever, then maybe you could see them um, sprinkling a few niggas in there every now yeah, and then. you could. But this is Fox. This and, is network television. And it comes on at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Kids are still watching. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They probably probably shouldn't, they shouldn't be. be they should be watching. Exactly. But mm, let's face it, it's 9 o'clock. It's too early for all that. And it's not that. Like, I didn't even notice it, to be honest. Me either. That's how good the regular acting is. You don't need it. And honestly, <laughs> I get that this is a hip hop empire. So that's why you can push the envelope. I, I, I This is losing some people that this is a hip hop empire. So you can push it. You can do a little bit more. But. Mm. Nope. I mean nobody really uses it at, Like that much. like where would you use it Like where would we have missed it Like what part what conversation
1: now,
0: He lost me When he was like uh, He was like Yeah it's a it's a noun It's a, it's an adjective It's a verb I'm like Okay I, can, I know it's a noun I've heard it used as an adjective But how exactly is it an Action word can you can you can you use it in a a sentence as a verb i cannot i'm sorry (laughs) i can't even see how you could do it (laughs) okay i've heard it used as an adjective Mm -hmm, yeah and this is the fact Somebody, people were saying you know somebody a couple people were saying that they they can understand why i don't understand why because it's unnecessary you, like you said, it's already it's network TV, and honestly, they cuss a little bit on there. I think they they keep it to a minimum, which is good because I wouldn't have liked it as much if it was too much, mm-hmm. because it is network TV. Bottom line, it is it's network TV. It's not cable. Um, I watch Power, um, and that comes on I think it comes on Stars or something like that. That's off the hook. They cuss, they say the n word they say all that stuff in it, and it's a great it's a um, it's like a mini series by Fifty Cent sort of similar but not really but they do all that but again it's cable it's kind of like watching Game of Thrones they cuss they say horrible things kill each other all this kind of violent stuff but that's not on regular TV and hopefully your kids aren't watching that either so no, not on network TV Terrence no calm down don't let the fame go to your head No, he was talking about his uh when his white friends say it or whatever. I don't know. if it ain't broke, don't don't fix it. Leave it. It is what it is. It's fine the way it is. You don't want to catch you do want to keep your job right. You don't want it pulled (laughs) off the air because mm, you ain't supposed to do that. Yeah, you're doing too much. So of the four we have Starbucks and Raven Simone. Common and Terrence Howard who do you choose for the uh sit down award um i'm sorry for me it's a landslide with dumbass raven simone um she's working on a lifetime achievement now of dumbass (laughs) used to be black and i just i don't even want to hear her talk about anything anymore when you co-sign the first lady of the united states being called a monkey you're an idiot You're just as bad as that guy And for you to justify it by saying Well people look like animals Girl please have several 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 seats Um, I'm, She gets the award on my my um <laughs> In my opinion Well um, Actually I went with Common on this one Ooh, <laughs> I went on Common he, 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 he changed up on me Just a little too much too fast Mm -hmm. And again, when you're in, you've given a huge platform now that you like springboard off of the Oscars and now here's your time to bring some awareness to racial issues. The first thing you want to do is to save black folk. Come on. Let's be nicer to white people <laughs> Not saying that you shouldn't Be nicer to people in general But it just ah, it just, um, Come on man you just went way left over me This is not where I thought you were going to be You shouldn't have done this Now you're going to be on Fox News Spreading the gospel of white supremacy And I know I just, I just took it as far as
1: <laughs> I can possibly. This
0: is maybe, your worst nightmare <laughs> no, Maybe he's not But oh my gosh is he going to start white, rapping about this shit now Oh, yeah. it just got bad for me real fast. Do <laughs> Look, you go ahead and you place your vote. You go to shanepaulneal. dot com and uh, look for it. It's 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 uh, mm, nominees for this week's uh, racial fuckery awards. Basically, is what it is. <laughs> We are close to wrapping this up, but of course, I got to touch on this one topic real quick. Mr. Creflo Dollar. <laughs> Ooh, how can we not talk about Creflo? I think we should have lumped him in with the Racial Fuckery Award. <laughs> 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 okay.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, he, he definitely gets some sort of sit down award. He asked, he will start a GoFundMe for $65 million for a state of the art private jet. Yeah. He's asking for two hundred thousand of his friends and followers to donate just a few hundred dollars towards his purchase, uh, uh, but there's just one problem: <laughs> one sixty-five million dollars for a private jet, not just any jet. But a Gulfstream, Gulfstream G650. This thing has billionaires on wait lists for it. Mm.
1: Billionaires. Wow.
0: On a wait list. Wow. You talking about your 30-year-old plane about dropped out of the sky recently. So when are you planning on getting this plane? Or have you been on this wait list
1: and now
0: see now I got questions because I said $65 million for a plane that's an awful lot of money and it's like the nicest the fanciest it's decked out with everything and, you know, on the one hand, you, you kind of understand, okay, if he had a, a, a private jet before and it's easier, you don't have to go through all the. Why can't you charter a plane? Yeah. Why can't you, if you don't want to go through the trouble of hopping on a commercial flight, then charter a plane or whatever. But then it's like $65 million is just for the plane. That's just the sticker price for the plane. You got to yeah. stick fuel in that sucker. You got to make sure it's maintained. You got to have somebody to fly the damn thing. hmm Yep. How much is the fuel? I mean you're talking about millions of dollars in upkeep here and we're going to keep it. You ain't going to keep it on the church grounds, right? I, I, I mean, I don't understand. All kinds of jokes came out right away. They had my boy Creflo on the new soul plane <laughs> cover. Like he ended up pulling the GoFundMe account because it was just it is ama- so much criticism right away. And rightfully so. I'm not saying that Creflo, if you were trying to do good for the, the world and that's what you built this on, you want to travel around, do all this helpful stuff. But that is just so ingenuine. That is so gaudy opulent over the top sickening almost that you would ask for 65 million dollars for the baddest jet Why? I would respect him if he asked for a regular you know what I mean help me get a regular jet or something so I can fly around help me get I don't know tickets to go and help you anything but you ask for the most expensive thing creflo really really you just messed up your damn career because i mean if people weren't already calling you a charlatan and a fake they are now and i would love to be in his church on sunday and hear what sermon he gave after he had to pull his GoFundMe account for you know what <laughs> i would have loved to have him have that explanation people don't want me to have a (laughs) jam. They hating on your pastor, because you know how Crespo get down. Crespo probably, I gotta gotta see what he said after that. That, you know what? That that would be interesting. Yeah. To see a video of how he was able to preach that away. (laughs) Be like, the Lord told me I was going to get a $65 million jet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and now here. The devil's hard at work and talk down my GoFundMe. <laughs> and wait for a GoFundMe. Who does that for something so freaking expensive? Like, you know, people usually be humble when they come on there, like, you know, help me with a couple thousand, make my dreams come true. You. No, you ask for the most expensive thing you could ask for. Like, that's like me saying, well, you know what, guys, I just want a roller coaster. Can you all please? <laughs> Uh, I've always had a dream that. to have a roller coaster in back of my house. <gasps> we should try that. It's only gonna cost me I don't know how many million. <laughs> it can't cost sixty five. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I do not even want a big one. It only gotta have but one loop. Oh my god, one loop? Like three or four little hop thingies or little hills? Yeah. Come on, let's ask for one. Let's, let's do it. it. After we get up here we're gonna start a GoFundMe to get a roller coaster. Oh my god. I oh, will co-sign that I'm like I started off I'm already putting five dollars in it I started off with five bucks <laughs> of my own money
1: Oh God! I don't even need
0: no Creflo money <laughs> the Lord said we need a roller coaster
1: <laughs> the Lord said
0: <laughs> he said he wants to bring us joy <laughs> in the form of a roller coaster let me say joy Oh lord (laughs) Oh god dumb (laughs) So I think we should go ahead and wrap this up Because we could I wanted to talk about the Empire finale But we would be up until 1 o'clock in the morning I ain't going to do it to myself Yeah But we will do that We will pick up with the Empire finale Yeah we'll do that And um maybe I don't know and of course we got to talk about Monique oh yeah because we just watched that interview and I have to keep all that fresh in my head girl mm. girl uh, well you know what I think this will be good for us to talk about after um, she hits a few other talk shows and what oh, yeah. you know <laughs> she's out she's making her rounds now mm-hmm. yeah. apparently not having work will, <laughs> will put you out will, there Will open your calendar up to go on that talk. Like no. you can't do no movies, but you will be ass on somebody's couch mm-hmm. this week. Mm. And I could see Lee Daniels now with his cup of coffee his little tea, saying, girl, I told you to play the game. Now <laughs> you got props to teach yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't going to be no damn cookie. Uh, I don't know what issues she was referring to but I can see him and this is horrible I'm just joking but he's probably got like a line of coke in his teeth. <laughs> like see you ain't no damn cookie anyway <laughs> you ain't mentioned my name at the Oscars
1: okay yeah we're gonna have to say that for next <laughs>
0: Oh my oh. gosh, again Check us out on Facebook At um, the Nerdy Black Chicks Talk Radio Show page And also Just Thinking Out Loud Media Follow us on Twitter At JTOL Media Follow me at Enough, And you can go to Instagram To find shadow at Bougetto Rising at Instagram and yeah. on Facebook at Blue Jada Rising, too. <laughs> there you go. She's in both places. So, we want to thank you so much for listening, downloading, sharing the link, and getting the word out. Want to thank everyone. Actually, you know what? I want to make sure I take the time to thank Miss Lady Rowe, who sent in an awesome review. I don't have it in front of me now, but I want to make sure that I read it. And uh, you check out. The podcast that she is doing on the Right to Real Love Network with Mr. Jane Mayo, with two other wonderful ladies. Of course, I can't even think of anything right now because it's after midnight, I'm ready to shut down. <laughs> So please I mean go to Stitcher Go to iTunes and leave a 5 star review If you love the show And let us know, send us some feedback At jtolmedia at gmail.com Let us know if you like what we're doing If you don't like what we're doing If you got questions, you got suggestions If you want some advice I said it before, I'm not sure if you want us to be the ones To give you advice, but we can try (laughs) Yeah, we can try We can try (laughs) We ain't making no promises, but we can try. Yeah, man, just disclaimer, like, you can't sue us for it if it don't work out. Just saying. (laughs) And I want you to make sure that you also go out and support independent media, not just podcasts, but there are web series out there on YouTube. If you mad about Empire, then find black programming elsewhere. You've got it, you've got the world at your fingertips. So go out. Actually, I just started watching. Uh, I finished watching African City <clears throat> a little while ago, and I just started watching another one called Love Handles. Oh, wow. That sounds yeah. good. I'm going to send Love- you the link to that. African City was awesome. If you haven't checked out that web series, just go on YouTube. The episodes are like 15, 13 minutes long. They're hilarious. Check out support and also if you are if you're you're not watching Empire, you can't stand it. You got positive programming. You're watching, hit us up on our page. Let us know. There's there's more than one outlet out there. There's different venues. Share. You got something good you're watching, put it on our page. So let us know. And also if you want to listen to other black hosted podcasts from all different genres, I'm talking about nerd pop culture, nerd culture, pop culture, uh, business inspiration relationships comedy news politics anything that you could possibly imagine black folks got you covered so go to the black podcasters united fan page on facebook and also check out um itunes and google play store for the political app i mean excuse me politibro app it's just the way it sounds politibro and also the uh free app which is the free version um app that you can get through the great people at This Week in Blackness so check us all out there again thank you for listening and as we like to end our shows now because I don't know we just don't have a good closing yet whatever time of day it is you're listening good morning, good afternoon goodbye and good night